Hello there. On this week's episode, we talk about banning dodgy apps. We look into cybercrime whilst in the middle of a war, why ChatGPT is not the friend you might think it is, and some dodgy research. All that and more on this week's Jerick Show. Welcome to The Jerick Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics, poorly presented. So yes, it's Friday again, and we are back with another action-packed episode, something that's more infamous than the Fall Guy TV series. And speaking of someone that actually drives a truck like the Fall Guy, uh, Eric Crone, how you doing? Pretty good. The Fall Guy, where did you come up with that, man? That's like... Didn't he have like a big, um, a big piece of wood for a front bumper on his truck? And like, <laughs> wasn't that the fall guy? Is that who I'm thinking of? I don't think he had a, a bump, a, a wood. I, I don't know. I can't. He had this big brownish sort of pickup truck. It was like a big brown GMC. Yeah, car. that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. With Lee Majors. He made, yeah, the $6 million man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow, that was uh, that was wow. Ran from eighty one to eighty six. Javad, where are you taking us now? This is his truck. Where's the wood? Uh the like front bumper. I thought maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I just yeah. there was somebody that I saw had a big old truck like that uh, that had a, a big wooden front bumper on it. Come on, so, man. For someone of your age, you should at least get the references right. You know, the 80s are kind of a blur to me. That was high school. And uh, um, yeah, yeah. We'll just... You are an old man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am. You know, I, I realized um, something. I, I was up, uh, I did a talk for uh, Tampa Bay Wave the other day, which is a tech accelerator here. And uh, I was talking about things and talking about when I moved to Florida. And I was like, yeah, you know, that was about nine years ago. And it hit me right then that at my age, like nine years ago, seems like a blink and it's just not fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap, that was nine years ago. It's kind of weird when we get older, folks. It really, really is. So is it truth to the rumor that no one actually knows how old you actually are? And it's when you die, we're going to cut you in half and count the rings. <laughs> You're going to count the rings. Around <laughs> your belly <laughs> to see how old you actually are. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm older than 23, um, but, you know, you can okay. guess from there. Okay. okay. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for narrowing that down. Anyway, you've heard a lot about TikTok being banned from uh, government departments lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so in, in the UK, government issued mobile phones, no TikTok. Um, the European Union said no TikTok, or did they say nine to TikTok? Um, <laughs> but now the the uh, the 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 ban is spreading to other Chinese apps or manufacturers or service providers, whatever. Brain is not in gear today. Yeah, that was a really lousy lead into this, and I, I think I know why. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Huawei again. I mean, this is not new, though. I mean, Huawei and, and some of those other uh, manufacturers have been on watch list for a while now. And uh, I remember it was a few years ago. I was in D.C. and I got to um, 
I got to brief like it was like five of the different um, house subcommittees on different things. Uh, and I was talking to them. Well, in one of the places we were going down to a certain organization and we were down by one of the skiffs and uh, one of the senators came out and he was just furious. And he, he looks at me, he's like, why the hell do we allow these things on our phones to begin with? What the hell are we doing buying from these folks? And he goes storming down the hall. And I'm like, oh, you must be talking about Huawei or, or one of those sorts of things. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I mean, this was years ago uh, that, that we were having this discussion. And it is kind of important to keep an eye on these things. Um, because, I mean, we, we've seen some pretty interesting stuff happen We've talked in the past uh, in one of these many episodes we've done about some cell phones that came like pre pre infected with stuff, you know, and it was like ad serving and stuff like this, but it was through device drivers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know that it's just Huawei, but we do have to be kind of careful when we're, when we're doing government stuff. We do. We do. And I think it governments need to take a look at this more from a risk perspective and not just look at it from a this is China and therefore it's bad, but look at it from a broad level and say what is bad and what shouldn't we allow on official phones. I'm not saying people in their personal lives can install whatever crap they want, but if you've got a government-issued phone, and put this down because it's the only time I'm probably going to say something that nice about the French, and uh, it's it's really rare to see seeing the French leading the the way uh, on something that I agree with in this regard. And uh, they've taken the step where they didn't just ban TikTok from govern- government phones, but they also banned the likes of Twitter and Instagram and Netflix and uh, a whole host of other apps. Um, some of them over privacy concerns, but others over like, why the hell are you streaming movies on a right. government phone? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we've gotten kind of comfortable blurring that line between business and personal stuff, right? And I I think that's part of the issue. Now, when I worked for ISC Squared for those couple of years, I actually carried two different phones. So, you know, I'm not just saying, oh, you should do this. But back then, I, I carried two different phones. One was my work phone that I did work stuff on. And my other one was my personal one because, you know, MDM was like, it was like, we're taking over your whole phone. And yeah. we can wipe it anytime you want. This is my personal phone. I'm like, yeah, I'm not okay with that, you know. Um, but we don't see that happening very much anymore. And and you know, I don't do it anymore. It it is inconvenient. But in the same breath, we we've got to have that differentiation. We need to, yeah. And I think you're right. And I think this this working from home hybrid working thing has really blurred the lines. And for a for an immediate like continuity plan probably lots of people said, okay, start using your personal phones and we'll approve it. But now it's like, well, okay, we don't really want that situation to go on indefinitely. And yeah. and, and and the thing is, the TikTok thing has, I, I think it's good because it's really like, you know, woken people up to like, okay, we're banning TikTok, but what about all these other, as, as this story says, recreational apps, they aren't really secure enough. And, yeah. you know, they, 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 they cause an issue. And so they, they didn't specify all the apps, but they include like Netflix and Candy Crush and dating apps. And, and I was hoping there's a French app that, that people use to organize their strikes and riots. But, you know, they, I, I don't know. <laughs> Viva la Revolution 2.0 or something. I, I don't know what they'd call it. But OK, let's yeah. move on before I. Well, hey, be, before you go too far. 
Yes. Uh, there, this just re- it reminded me of a story I had a comment op on um, just recently, and it was uh, it was covered by Info Security Magazine, um, but but it said over seventy percent of employees keep work passwords on personal devices. Again, we're we're blurring that line where yeah. the personal devices are being used for work, and and they have work passwords saved on these devices. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That that's just a bad bad habit it is it is and and i think that this was through i can't remember which company it was but their personal browser got compromised and so from their they saved all their passwords on their browser on their personal machine and that's how they got their their password for their for work the VPN, environment. right that was and, cisco and they, wasn't it probably yeah <laughs> I, I i i think it was cisco yes yeah yeah and then they got like mfa fatigue bombed or whatever the the term is yeah yeah that's and, what it was it was cisco um yeah. like the the vpn thing and yeah, then yeah the yeah. mfa fatigue where they just kept hitting them with those that's right and you know, even I think, last uh, month, they, I think, they 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 were uh, sorry sorry i'm no, talking no. over you but i'm going to continue now for no, the we sake both of have like, brilliant avoiding ideas. that awkward like you first you first <laughs> Because we are not gentlemanly like that. <laughs> but uh, LastPass as well. The guy was running, or the girl, whoever the person, was uh, running their, their own machine. They had Plex un- un- not updated for like three years or something. Yeah. And uh, they're using that machine to access the, the, the crown jewels. Yeah, I think T-Mobile employees are scrambling to be the one to do it for T-Mobile now, too, because they just seem to follow every other kind of breach that could happen. So that, that was yeah. my important uh, add-on to that. Thank you for your contribution. And folks, you probably have noticed like Eric's in one of those self-promotional moods today. He's in like full PR mode. Everything you started with, yes, when I was briefing these uh, five-star generals. Oh, when I was interviewed by so-and-so magazine. Oh, when I was bringing it's like, wow. Can you fall in love with yourself anymore today, Eric? That's the question. Possibly not. Yeah. Um, you know, tomorrow though is a whole new day because uh did I mention Besides Tampa is tomorrow, and I'm a I'm a keynote a closing keynote there. That's that's going to be just going to say you know it's kind of awesome. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I'm nervous as hell, so uh, I'm just trying if, to build myself up right if now. If you have nothing, you have the audacity, Eric. Right? <laughs> that's all I say. America. Ukrainian police bust multi-million dollar fishing gang, and all I really want to say is. Hasn't Ukraine been like under attack for like a year, <laughs> like bombs dropping down and like they still have a more efficient cyber police department than countries that have not seen war in half a century. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, that was always one of my my thoughts when this all happened with Ukraine and, and we support Ukraine. And, and I'm not against that. Like, I, I don't like when countries invade other countries. OK, we're not going to get all geopolitical here. But I also thought, you know, they were the home of a lot of these like fishing gangs and, and cyber criminal gangs and and, you know, supporting them just kind of felt a little bit weird to me just for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting to see, you know, throughout the the time there, we had uh, some of the gangs split up because there were some Ukrainians or pro-Ukrainians and and Russians within the gang and split up and dropped, uh, what was it, source code and like all kinds of stuff. But yeah, it's interesting. Of course, you figure the Ukrainian cops are not the ones out there firing missiles and, you know, making poor deep fakes uh, of, you know, propaganda <laughs> material. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of yeah. that, but it's really bad. Um, but yeah, uh, 
the fact that they busted this group, I give them big kudos for that because, man, we just don't hear about the good news often enough. No, no. It's uh, it's very good. Very good. Uh, impressive work. Keep it up. Try to teach the rest of the world how you do it while dodging bombs at the same time and with probably like crippling infrastructure around you. Yeah, and get better people for your CGI on your uh, <laughs> on your propaganda stuff because it just yeah. just isn't good, folks. I'm sorry. Europol has pulled something out of the department of the bleeding obvious. And if you've been living in the cave for the last three months with your fingers in the ears, uh, then uh, you will know that people are using chat GPT for a whole bunch of things. Uh, so cybercrime fraud using chat GPT is on the rise. Well, blow me over. You know, that uh, wouldn't have been so damn funny if it wasn't for your accent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad you find it amusing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I get told it's condescending. but That's how I feel when you talk to me. You're pretty much yeah. always condescending. Well, no, towards you I am actually <laughs> condescending. That's intentional, Eric. <laughs> oh, goodness, man. Oh, geez. Look at this. We, we have live viewers, but none of them are willing to talk today. <laughs> no, no. So leave a comment, viewers, listeners, if you uh, if you believe that I am condescending, or if Eric actually needs to be person explained everything. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, ChatGPT, not a surprise, right? It's it's definitely going to be happening. It and it can be leveraged for evil. You know, there's supposed to be controls in there, and keeping in mind that. Chat GPT isn't the only one. There's other ones out there as well. It's just by far the most popular. You know, even though Google stood up and raised their hand and went, ooh, 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 we've got one too. Yeah. <laughs> we shelved it. But ooh, 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 look, look over here. They're trying to trying to jump in and gather some of that. But uh yeah, I mean, this is kind of a game changer, honestly, for fraud and for things like that. And my understanding is the uh especially the translation parts are yes. very very good which will eliminate some of that uh those tells that are based on the terrible um you know uh english that are put in some of those some of the grammar errors and things like that so have you seen that i i've i've not seen it in in action but i have read about it so it is uh, pretty pretty scary and the fact that there is the chat element to it um, someone was just telling us the other day, well, I, think, I don't know if you were there on that briefing, but they were telling, no, I don't think you were, but they were telling us how they, they saw how ChatGPT was being used for like BEC type scam. So it's no, no attachment, no link, just a straightforward like, hey, Eric, do this for me. And then you'd reply saying, who is this? I don't know what this is. And it would then carry on the conversation. Yeah. And um, it, it would actually like try to try to convince you to do something. And then the thing is, like, the, what the researcher was saying was that no one really knows how far it will go. Yeah. Um, will it start to use bad language or manipulate? It? <laughs> you know, if, if especially if you prime it to have its guards, uh, the, the the safeguards down. Yeah. Um, or will it start to leverage other contacts around you in, if it if it's gathered? If you fed it like this is Eric, he reports to so and so, who reports to so and so, and these are the peers. So maybe you can initiate multiple conversations at the same time. And like, you know, I wonder if it'll become uh, uh, offended 
by things, right? Like, will it respond in a way like it's been offended? And again, I'd like to put this out there just for the digital record. I, for one, welcome our new digital overlords. Okay. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Speaking of chat GPT on the, on the yeah. same topic, because it's so popular and you, 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 you rightly said it's the, the most popular one. Uh, there's a Google has stepped in to remove a bogus Chrome browser extension from the official web store that masqueraded as OpenAI's ChatGPT service to harvest Facebook session cookies and hijack the accounts. Yep. Yep. Anything you can do to draw attention to things like that. So saying, hey, here's a Chrome, you know, extension that will uh, that'll do whatever with ChatGPT and then, yeah, making it um, malicious. Pretty slick idea, to be honest with you. It is. It is. I mean, now, but this is like common. Whenever anything is popular, when everything is anything is hot on the rise, you're going to see people, you know, try to turn that into like some sort of download this extension or click on this link or, you know, buy this NFT that represents that. It, it's it's always there. It's a standard uh, MO of these criminals. But, but if, this was a pretty good one. If I'm not mistaken, speaking of... Uh, craft and whatnot didn't you write a chrome extension that did something i did yes and, i wrote yeah. it a few and years what, ago what did that do so what that that was called uncybered and uh <laughs> what it did is it tried to make things more human readable so it would take things like uh when, when you have the chrome extension enabled if an article had used the word machine learning it would replace it with witchcraft or AI with witchcraft. <laughs> if someone says, and Gartner says, or if, you know, Forrester says, or whoever, it will replace all of those analyst things with generic analyst firms said. And so it was like, it was just a, for a laugh. There's, there's a video. It was the first time I, I coded a, a, a browser extension. There's a video I made on it, how it's literally like copy paste someone else's work and <laughs> upload it. So there's not a lot to it. That was that was my own, but um, but yeah, no, it it's it was a it was a good fun learning experience. But didn't that recently come back and bite you square in the butt? It did. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so I used to work at four five one research, which is an analyst firm, and the, the extension <laughs> used to pick that up and say like replace 451 research with generic analyst firms because like you know who cares which analyst firm said it you know as long as you can say. and i didn't realize i was on my other computer inside <laughs> and i was on there and there's an ex-colleague who'd written a article for some other thing and at the end it's like they so and so works uh, you know works there currently in the past they've worked at a yeah, generic analyst firm and what have you and i was so offended i was like <laughs> Why would they not? I know they didn't leave on the best of terms, but why would they just call it a generic analyst? And I took the URL and I opened up Slack and I was about to send it to the group, which I keep with all my, my ex-colleagues at 451. And I was going to say, check out the audacity of this guy, man. He's like calling you a generic analyst. And for some reason, I just thought, that sounds really familiar. Why? <laughs> I saw the extension running. So, yeah. I just love that. I love that. And I love they came clean about it here because 
<laughs> oh, that is just too funny. Well yeah. done, though. Well, it, it is kind of funny how those things can bite you in the butt. Well, you know, it's, Later. Uh, I like to live dangerously, testing production, you know, all that kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Testing environments are for wimps. Anyway, <clears throat> speaking of wimps, <laughs> yeah. this is a really, really interesting headline. And, and I know you've got some thoughts on this, but let's read it out first and let, let, let's digest it. Survey finds that almost three quarters of organizations were hit six by a successful ransomware attack in 2022. One in four. No. No. Three, three in, in four. four. <laughs> three in four. 75%. Okay. So first of all, I believe the word you would use for this is something along the lines of bollocks, right? <laughs> okay, no. Th this is this is just so FUD heavy right here. Um, I, I just, I, I was trying to figure out why anyone would actually publish something like this and say, no, this is totally legitimate. I mean, look around you and know that three out of the four businesses you're looking at were hit with ransomware successfully last year. I, I know a number of people that own organizations and no. No, that's, that's just not happening. This is so much FUD. Now, it is carried by one of my least favorite marketing teams, I think, is Barracuda Networks. Oh. And I say that because they're the ones that uh, I saw. I think it was in Dallas-Fort Worth walking through the airport, and there's a big sign up, and it says, if you buy our WAF, breaches are a thing of the past. <laughs> And I've actually, I've been to their booths at like RSA and been like, where do you come up with this crap? Because okay. an executive comes by, they look at that, they buy this thing. We've had this discussion. They throw it in, they get breached and, and the poor security person is going, but it didn't do anything, you know? And yet they hold them accountable because they saw some stupid billboard in an airport. It, it just, it drives me crazy with, with this type of, research as a previous researcher well would is, you ever look around and say no this seems legit this is research with a small r and uh <laughs> it's it's uh so so what it says that this is their ransomware insights report which shows that 73 percent of the organizations surveyed state that they were hit by at mm -hmm. least one successful ransomware attack so that you could have surveyed 10 organizations possibly and if 7.3 of them said yes, then they, uh, they've extrapolated they... it to say almost three quarters of organizations globally. And this is a common gripe I have with a lot of these kinds of surveys. Um, IC Square do this with their talent shortage yeah. sort, of, sort of thing. Like, okay, 100%. we know that we've spoken to 50 hiring managers and all of them say we need at least 30% more people. Okay, that equates to like seven people more per organization. Now, if we multiply that by the number of organizations around the world, we need 50 billion new security <laughs> professionals who all have the CISSP. Right, right. And uh, that's our yeah. total addressable market now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, really, it's really unfortunate to see stuff like this. I mean, you know, you got to wonder, you're right. Where did the source come from? Did they go to like a Reddit group that's like victims of ransomware and go, hey, how many of you are hit by ransomware? You know, 
it's it's you know lies damn lies and statistics that's kind of what it boils down to here um but it, i hate this kind of just dirty research that clouds the real problems that we're facing out there i mean let's be honest cybersecurity is a serious issue and when we throw around crap like this uh, i i just i have a i have a lot of trouble with this yeah it's like it's like i was reading this stat the other day about global cybercrime is going to be like worth like three trillion dollars or something and it's like okay how did you arrive at that figure just help me understand how you arrived at that figure it's 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 all like there's a lot of assumptions and hypotheses and be transparent and then it's a lot better but if yeah. you just throw it out there as if this is the figure and uh i i just love this one from um sketchplanations <laughs> if you don't know the website just find it it's like but this is sampling waste <laughs> you yeah. know Yes, I love responding to surveys versus no, I toss them in the bin. And surprise, surprise, 99.8% people <laughs> love responding to surveys. Yeah, of the respondents, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, totally a hundred percent. Um it, it's it's so skewed sometimes. And marketing groups just take such advantage of this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's uh it's it extremely disappointing at times to see what's uh, what's being pushed out there, you know, and it's like every year we have those certain few things that when we go to RSA or black hat, you know, it's pasted all over every booth, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. AI for years, you know, just stupid stuff. Like, why did you tack AI on the I end know. of that? It, I mean, surveys can be used for so many things. It's like 50% of the hosts on this show agree that Eric's a waste of time. So, okay, well, guess we have to listen to the majority there. So with that, on that terrible disappointment of a survey result, uh, he's making obscene gestures at me from the green room, mum. Help. Anyway, on that note, uh, we will see you. Oh, maybe we'll no, won't see you on Friday because next Friday over here, the queen, the, the king has deemed it a, a, a holiday. So uh, we might be on Thursday next week just to keep things spicy. All right. Until then, stay secure, my friends.